So I, I really loved Woody Guthrie's Pastures of Plenty. I loved the message, the lyrics, and I really liked the melody. And I wasn't, didn't, didn't realize it was the melody of Pretty Polly until I looked deeper into it, found that out, and then went to Pretty Polly and checked out the different versions of Pretty Polly that were Appalachian-based uh, versions that I dug into and uh, really started enjoying all the versions and thought, hmm, wouldn't it be interesting to take that story of Pretty Polly and then twist it with Woody Guthrie's story, which is totally different, and bring some of the idea of dignity that Woody Guthrie had and bring it to Polly. And so instead of Polly getting murdered in the woods, she gets taken into the woods, and in, in that moment where Willie's going to murder Polly, he, he really thinks about it and decides to take the noble path and drops the dagger, keeps, keeps the, the wife and the baby idea, and they decide to go and basically become migrant workers and, and work the land and for the future generations to come. Quite a sudden change of heart. Yeah. He just, I think he was inspired in that moment. He realized that he didn't want to do that. Green pastures of plenty from dry desert ground. Sweet William got out and he threw his dagger down. But he will dig beets and good grapes from the vine. And he'll bring in this babe and I love you as my wife. You uh, are known as by broad definition, folk singers, uh, but you used jazz players uh, on on the CD. How'd you get the two worlds to combine? Well, we play a lot of music, and some would call us a very, very much a traditional-based folk ensemble duo, but a lot of the music we listen to is more experimental, in a way, and we wanted, the idea was to bridge what we're doing with not only what we're listening to and inspired by, but also just the music that our friends are playing. A lot of our close friends are jazz players based here in Minneapolis, and, and in this case on the album in New York City. In the song, Son David, was there any special instruction that you gave the jazz players? I remember saying at certain moments, once, one spot specifically, about two thirds of the way in, like think dawn, Apple blossoms, sun rising, spring, beauty, with a lot of uh, visionary words. It's like finding that fine balance of not telling musicians how to play. No one's going to win if we're trying to be too nitpicky and trying to force musicians to play a certain way. You just need to choose the right players that there's a mutual trust. But just to give them just a slight direction and they'll just take it and express as they will.
We are speaking with Danny O'Bear and Ian George, the fellow Pinans, and you have gone to Ireland and recorded traditional songs from traditional singers and then used that material on your Lady Mondegreen CD. What's the experience like? Yeah, so we were in uh, County Cork in Ballydahab and we were... We had a day off and we went around asking folks for songs. I turned around and Ian was missing. It was a very small town and so I poked my head in a couple shops and found him in a hardware store slash laundromat recording a woman. And she couldn't remember a lot of the lyrics so she said, hey, will you come back tomorrow? I'm gonna practice for you and we thought, Oh yeah, of course, if we weren't planning on staying and you know, but this woman was gonna practice for us, so we said for sure we'll come back tomorrow. And then when we came back she had the songs perfect and then said, But my neighbor Kitty also said you could go to her house and uh, so we went down to Kitty's house and she invited us in, fed us, and then sat us down in her sitting room and sang for hours for us and told stories about her life growing up, singing songs with her family. And this Galway shawl, the version that she did, really stuck out to us. And and I started singing along to the recording to practice it. And I got to thinking, wouldn't it be interesting to do this live, to, to sing along to this recording, share her story? We ended up writing her a letter and asking her permission. And she said, of course, of course you can do that. She wore no jewels, no costly diamonds, no paint nor powder, no none at all. She wore her bonnet with a ribbon on it and around her shoulder Information about the CD Lady Mondegreen by Fellow Pinans is located at fellowpinans.com. Pinans is spelled P-Y-N-I-N-S. This program is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Phil Nussbaum speaking. And around the show. She wore the gold 